Before we jump in, a warning that we are an explicit book podcast. Yes, that means swearing, shitty jokes, and a whole lot of dark humour that some may take offence to. Please check your trigger warnings on all of the books we cover. You've been warned. The episode starts in three, two, one. (laughs) A book and a bear. Welcome to another episode of A Book and a Bev. This week we have a very super special Sarah J Mass Theory episode. You've got Bridie and Georgia and as you guys know we've now covered every published Sarah J Mass book to date and with House of Flame and Shadow coming out on the horizon like literally like one month from when we're recording this. Terrifying. We thought we should dive into all things canon and theories and just all of the things and there was literally no one better to guide us through this than one of the experts and that is Rosie aka A Court of Thorns and Rosie. Hi guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Literally any excuse to talk about the books and theories and what's going to come next, like especially with Hellfest being so close, it's all I can think about. So yeah, thank you. On TikTok, I am A Court of Thorns and Rosie, and that is obviously a play on A Court of Thorns and Roses. I I love that resist that username. But yeah, that's where I post most of my Sarah J Mass content, a lot of theories, but also generally book content. On Instagram, I'm Chemical Rosie underscore and that is more of a general bookish life space where I post reviews of lots of books that I've been reading, things that have been going on in my life, as well as just general excitement for anything Sarah related, anything book related. So that's where you can find me online. You love it. Definitely go Thank and you. follow her if you're not already because <laughs> it's it's good shit. It is good. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes you need a place to be able to spiral and that's, that's where I go when I'm like, you know what, I've just yeah. finished Architect for the eighth time and you know what I need I need some theories right now right yeah. this second yeah. <laughs> I'm also actually one other thing that I'm going to be doing starting on January 1st for anyone who's interested there'll be links up on my link tree and Instagram and TikTok is a fable for a Sarah J Mass reread we're going to do 15 books in the 30 days leading up oh to how fast so it's going to be hectic but oh I'm going to be fun my. you can join in or just like stay for the reactions and the theories I- I used to do that kind of stuff a lot when I was like a kid because I was a huge nerd and read Harry Potter in a week. And so I was like, you know, I haven't done something like that in a while and this is the perfect opportunity. So yeah, that's going to be fun. I always think back on like when I was in primary school and we used to do those reading challenges and I used to be like, oh God, reading challenge. And I'm like, now I would shit on my, like (laughs) any of the, like maybe like I would shit on all those children. I was about to say, (laughs) you said you shit on children. (laughs) But like, you know, I would beat them. I would beat them. <laughs> oh, you just beat children. <laughs> yeah. Not physically, just like with the amount of books that I read. Not physically with a book either, okay? But like, you know, unless they annoy I get me. You. I get you. <laughs> we are so, so excited to have you and to go through everything because on every platform you're on, your Instagram, your TikTok, your theories and the way you present your theories as well is just amazing. It's just like... <laughs> I want nice to I wanna... I don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> 
Like, we're in class. I'm sitting there. I'm like, yes, tell me all of the things. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. That's always so nice to hear. Like, yeah, when I started making theories and putting stuff on the internet, it was very much because I didn't have anyone to talk about this kind of stuff with. And, you know, you finish House of Sky and Breath and you have so many thoughts and you just start putting them online. And then a lot of people have similar thoughts and also didn't have a lot of people to talk to about them. So, yeah, I think the CRJ Mass community and like the theory community, especially, is just a really cute niche part of the internet and I'm glad that it's brought me to people like you guys and yeah yeah the the (laughs) fact that we're here in Australia you're in New Zealand and we're able to have such like a deep conversation about something we all love and are passionate about it just it's really wholesome it is isn't it it's so cute I love it so much cheers how do we want to start this? How do we want to get into it? Just leave the floor to Rosie and she can just run, run wild? Yeah, I mean, I can just talk. Yeah, I'm ready. This is what I've been preparing for. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, so I thought a good place to start is canon information, right? So obviously we have the very first that I guess is like the end of House of Sky and Breath. That was when we knew, that was when it was confirmed. Out of curiosity, when did you guys know? Did you have any suspicions prior to the end of House of I mean, there's the end of Kingdom of Ash where Aelin's mm. falling mm-hmm. and you're like okay was that just like a one-off you're just yeah. giving me something and then in Akasif there was like Reese being a bit weird and a bit fruity and looking at his honorary or whatever the fuck it is and being yeah. like a bit fruity a bit fruity <laughs> <laughs> we love that honestly would slay honestly um, slay Akasif I was like all right why are we dropping all of this but I was like she's just she's just teasing she's yeah. just teasing and then mm-hmm. it was like when Bryce was on the grass and then there mm. was the scarred hands. That for me was mm. all bets yeah. were off scarred hands. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I think that I read Akatar first and that was like my first toe dip into Sarah J Mass. So I didn't really know mm. the kind of, well, trauma she likes to put us through and how <laughs> she mm. likes to leave so many Easter eggs throughout. So I was just kind of like, ha oh, everything's fine. Everything's great. And then I mm. went and read Throne of Glass. And then there was that, obviously that scene where she's falling through the worlds. And I was like, oh my God. So then I went back and reread Akatar. And then I started to pick up on a few things, but I didn't think that there was going to be like a Marvel multiverse thing happening. Like I was that, really, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was my thing. I read House of Earth and Blood first, oh, okay. and I got into Sarah J. Mass when I like lost control of my life, like after COVID and everything. I mm. moved towns, got a new job. I didn't really know what was happening, and I was like, I miss reading fantasy. And so I picked up House of Earth and Blood and like fell in love. I've never had a book hangover quite like that. I remember walking around and being like, This is so goddamn boring like this yeah no like we're all humans what is this <laughs> and then waiting for house ab to come out i was like i'll just go back and read akita and there was a few things in those books where i was like interesting one of them was the whole midengard worm situation yeah where Thera's like you know, she fights the Midgard worm at the end of Akatar, and then in House of Earth and Blood, Roan says something about the ordeal and how the Fae have an ordeal and how one of them is obviously fighting a worm and On it's Midgard? felt the same and they're from Midgard. So I was like, that's really interesting. But I never wow. ever thought didn't even <laughs> that what I mind am... blown shot. <laughs> Very hyper fixating. I didn't have a lot else going on in my life at that time. So But yeah, there were a few bits and pieces and I was like, maybe this is an Akatar world like much further down the line timeline wise and then I read Throne of Glass and I was like oh there's definitely some similarities here but I never thought it would be on page like I Mm. thought it would be alluded to and you know maybe confirmed that they take place you know in the same world but different times or whatever and then the actual crossover happened and I was like oh my god and A Court of Silver Flames become 
becomes a completely different book after you've Once read you know. House Ab. Yeah, it changed. Because I read A Quarter Silver Flames and I was like, she's writing adults now. We're using all the real names for body parts, mm. not like Velvet yeah. Rip Steel and stuff. I was like, okay, wow. <laughs> she's stepping it up. And I was like, yeah, cool. Again, there's a lot of like history here. Didn't really know what to do with that. And then House Ab came out and I was like, oh no, I know what to do with this now. <laughs> I was reading Sarah J Mass as they were coming out. So oh, I... The pain you must have. I honestly, like I read Akatar book one mm-hmm. first. And mm-hmm. then while I was waiting for Akamath, I uh-huh. started Throne of Glass. Yeah. And so I was jumping as they were coming out, I was reading them. I had the wait from Empire of Storms to then get say. fucking Tower of Dawn and be like, Hail, get the fuck out of here. Get out of <laughs> my face. Yeah. And I love Tower of Dawn. I'm a big like Tower of Dawn. It's like amazing. It's an amazing story. So much. Once you've read everything, so you're like, what the yeah. fuck is in Tower of Dawn? It's amazing. I still don't like Kale though. But... Yeah, no. no. And then <laughs> sorry. I know I'm supposed to, but I just can't. Yeah. Yeah, no. no. It's a bit no. weak. Yeah. Very weak. He's lukewarm um, at best. The worst um, thing for me was like in Throne of Glass when Selena gets her period and he's yeah. Way. I was like, weak. And I was like, from the arc he gets, I'm never going to like him. Yeah, no, he ran away from the period. But yeah, so there was obvious hints, I think, in particularly in Akasif and House of Earth and Blood, because the publishing order there went what House of Earth and Blood, Akasif, House Mm -hmm. And before that, the obvious like canon crossover stuff was in Throne of Glass, which is why I think that Throne of Glass sort of has to come into it at some point, probably in Flame and Shadow, because the very first instance of a crossover was Aelin falling through Midgard or Lunathon and then also in Throne of Glass there's a lot of talk from Baba Yellowlegs about how there's multiple worlds and they all exist on top of each other like a fishbowl type situation like we yeah. could be standing at the bottom of someone else's ocean and then later on in Kingdom of Ash Maeve tells her story of how she learned to open doors between worlds and walk between them and where she learnt that which is the Wayfarers yes. which is really interesting like an ancient people I guess and she asked the wayfarers like how did you do this and they said I'm not going to tell you but she figured it out anyway and obviously then the Valg learned how to do it and started travelling between worlds we have precedent with the word keys and Aelin you know opening and closing the gates kind of thing so I do think Throne of Glass is definitely going to come into it that hurts me causes me pain physically I'm always torn because I never want Aelin to be dragged back into it I'm like let her have her peace but it's Aelin she would never just tap no, out. No, she wouldn't. Exactly. She'd be like, I you need me? Slame. I'm coming. She's going to live for a thousand years. Like, there's one scene in Empire of Storms, which I always think about, you know, is the one just before everything goes down on the beach, right? So yeah. Maeve Zamata is coming for them, and they also know Erewhon is still an issue. And they're standing on the ship, and they have all the maps of all of the empires laid out in front of them, them being Rowan and Aelin. And they're oh, looking yes. for allies. Yes, they're looking for allies, and he's like... You know, you could do it. You know, you could take all of them. You could become conqueror. You could be an empress and give our children everything. And she thinks about it. And she's still, she doesn't even know she what's going to happen. No. She doesn't say no. She's like, yeah, like I could probably. And like, you know, the caveat is she is going to give people a better life. That's what she wants mm. to do. She doesn't want to like just hell for the sake of it. But yeah, I think Aelin would be bored. Like she's rebuilding Terrison. We know from Rowan's dream, she'll probably have a few children. But I think she'll be annoyed 
annoyed if there's some kind of like intergalactic worlds war thing happening and no one calls her up. She says again, like after she falls through worlds, she mourns them. She's like, look at all those worlds that I'll never get to explore and I'll never get to see. I'm going to be sad forever about it. So maybe she'll Oh my gosh. I'm not And also like, this isn't canon, but you know how Rowan always said like, you could rattle the stars if you wanted to. And then the Asteri, obviously Asteri means stars. She can rattle them back for sure. <laughs> she could. She would. Oh, oh. So that's I, interesting. I love the idea of Aelin the Conqueror. Like, I, yeah. I know. I, I know. love it. <laughs> I just, oh, so good. Another thing I thought we could talk about is timelines. This is a very hotly disputed thing in the fandom. So there's kind of two. I have two thoughts, and I'm not partial to either of them. I think they're both possible. And that is that Throne of Glass, Akatar, and Crescent City are happening at the same time. And this seems to be proven because, like, obviously Bryce lands in Prithian, and it's six months after the events of A Court of Silver Flames, right? Yeah. So they're probably happening at the same time. And then Throne of Glass could be happening at the same time. But I I like I like to believe that Throne of Glass happened in the past because I like that idea as well <laughs> it just makes a lot more theories a lot more fun like mm-hmm. I won't be mad if it doesn't happen and I think both are just as likely but I don't know the fact that if Aelin does come into it it would be like a timey-wimey thing we know mm. that the harp like specifically can stop time <laughs> and can travel through time like why have this instrument that can do this if you're not going to use it and things mm. like how Lydia has Rowan's ring on <laughs> Like, what if she's uh, a descendant? Stop it. I was... Uh, I was just... Uh, <laughs> and, like, you know, how there's that long-ago fey warrior as yeah. well, that potentially being someone from Throne of Glass. I don't know. There's just a lot that could happen theory-wise. And I think that kind of leads into the whole Reese's last name theory, which... Oh, gosh. <laughs> I... Do you guys have any thoughts on what his last name could be? I mean, I am willing to be wooed by Sarah on this. I don't yes. have a particular mm-hmm. stance. I know nothing. I'm like Jon Snow. So <laughs> please give me the information. So, there's like, what, three main theories, right? One of them is that it's Darling. Yes, that's the one that it's- I like. I think that's cute, mm-hmm. but I'm also I like, I don't, I don't I know. I think it's very cute. And I think also there's some backup for that because Danan, Rowan's last name, means Darling in a language. I can't remember which one it is. I think it's like That's weird. Dalek. <laughs> Yeah, which is like Easter eggs, a (laughs) possibility. Another one is Starborn, Mm. um, which I I guess also excellent. Also sort of fits this criteria where Feyre says the only thing we know about his last name is that it's ridiculous. And Starborn Starborn is is ridiculous. Kind of ridiculous. (laughs) Especially for like the High Lord of the Night Court kind of thing. (laughs) And my favourite one is on that similar vein, and that is that his last name is Moonbeam. And the longer Fenris. Because the longer I sort of like have, this was the theory I had quite early on and maybe I know more now than I did and you know it's probably less likely than the other two but I love it so I want to talk about it say less (laughs) I'm all ears yeah (laughs) so yeah so we know that Reese's last name canonically is ridiculous as said by Feyre and we also know that Reese has very similar physical and magical characteristics to Maeve and that they both have starry violet eyes the black hair 
and they both have like Daimari powers. Sure, stop it. Right? <laughs> very, very similar. Reese's eyes also. I don't know if you've noticed, but like in <clears throat> the books, especially in Silver Flames, when he gets mad or sad about anything, his eyes go black. Like it says like all the stars winked out and like his violet eyes turned wholly black. Okay. Which is, again... <laughs> kind of a valgy thing but yeah so we know that Maeve basically kept Fenris and Connell in her bedroom you know it's very similar yeah. story to Reese and Amarantha yeah there, where they were sort of forced into doing the things that they did for her Maeve said when Dorian asked her about you know did you have any children to your husband Mantix I think it was or Orcus I can't remember which one it was the most powerful one and she said oh I never let my belly swell for them but not that she had never had a child and yeah and I'm just like what if she did have a secret child and she knew how to world walk she just put it somewhere else she she went not another land (laughs) yeah well she was like if anyone finds out about this like it's not going to be good I think she might have done it for his safety Mm. especially if she knew she had this forethought that Aelin was going to come into being she needed to sort that problem out before yeah I don't know having your own dynasty but yeah the idea is that she did have a child and somehow it made its way to Prithian and it was Reese's great-great-grandfather or whatever. And that's the start of the line in Prithian is that this child was either Fenris or Connell's offspring and mm. Maeve's. And that, yeah, they're in Prithian now and that they kept the Moonbeam name for whatever reason. And so it's Reese Moonbeam. wild. I don't, you mm. physically, there was a point where I literally had tears in my eyes. <laughs> I was literally like, yeah. I don't know why I'm getting emotional, but suddenly I'm like, I can't stop myself from crying like a small child. And I've had I, a lot of comments like, well, obviously the physical characteristics are void because Maeve was using another form. But there's precedent in Akasith for when you're in another form for that form's traits to be passed off in your young yeah yes. whatever with nyx yeah. because you know they asked how did this happen that this child was born with wings and reese attributes it to pharah being in illyrian form on his conception yeah and I was I... like, you could argue that he's like a quarter earlier and it could have happened anyway. But the fact that Sarah wrote that Reese attributes it to this yeah. creates precedent. I hate that and she just... doesn't do anything for a freaking reason. It just scares me at every turn. Mm. I'm just constantly <laughs> terrified. No whims. Absolutely yeah. zero. Mm. I've been thinking with this recently about how Manon and all of her storyline, how they're, you know, they're mm. part Valg, part witch. And that whole like nature versus nurture, you choose, you know, yes. Dorian being like, like, am I as evil as my dad because he was possessed or what is it mm-hmm, and all of mm-hmm, that. I've been mm-hmm. thinking because obviously Valga bad and we don't want Reesey Boy to be bad. <laughs> but but also like Valga bad in what we've seen. But yeah. Maeve says a line in Kingdom of Ash and it's literally the line is not all Valga evil. Yeah. And then we just left with that. Like, and you've got a non who essentially like yeah. all of the witches are part Valg and you know they come to the good mm. side and they go through that whole journey so there's nothing to be said that Reese having that bloodline means that mm-hmm. he's going to be evil or is exactly. evil has been this whole time. Exactly and like I don't think we're going to get an evil Reese because Sarah loves him too much. Yeah. Yes. I'll fight her yeah. if she does, if yeah. she touches him. <laughs> yeah I think a lot of people will. He's everyone's <laughs> darling right? Everyone loves mm. Reese. Oh that leads me nicely into my next theory that I wanted to talk to you guys about and that is Reese and Feyre's bargain that they made oh. at the end of 
Winston Bruin. Are you fucking hate oh, that fucking? Gosh, I just hate it. It's like that irks me just as much as when they take the powers away from the FMC. Yeah. It's one of those things that irks me. I'm like, why do stupid, stupid actions, stupid, stupid consequences? consequences. <laughs> one thing, though, that I do quite like about when Aelin lost the majority of her power is she won that war. Like, all of the allies that come, the assassins, people in Wendland, Ansel, Irene, she did all of that as Selena, not Aelin. She yeah, did she all did. of it as Selena. She got everyone together without that. And, like, I secretly don't like that the FMCs lose all their power, but I understand the message that Sarah is trying to send. Yes. But, yeah, this bargain, how they're talking about when Reese almost died in A Court of Rings and Ruin, and then they compare it to when Feyre almost died, and they're holding on to the thread and, like, what they saw, what comes next after you die. And Feyre says, when it's time to go there, we go together. And he said, it's a bargain. She murmurs, yes, it is. And then she gets a tattoo, right, of the bargains. Then we see it come into effect in Silver Flames when Feyre almost does die, and Reese almost dies as well. And it's, oh, that was oh, very screaming. scary. Oh. Yeah, but it's just the wording of it right because mm. you know when it's time to go there we go together so when it's time to leave the world place that they described to the carver they're going to go together but what if you don't have to die to go there there's what an idea world walk. yeah there's an idea in throne of glass that there is a resting realm so it's the place you go after you die which i think that's where the crescent city people should be going after they die instead of being literally eaten by the yeah. hysteria yeah so i think a visit to the resting realm could definitely be on the cards and Bryce is in Prithian so it's all happening there she has the horn on her they also have the harp which is a device to travel in between worlds I reckon they go to the resting realm to like have a conversation with someone who they need to talk to and Reese is like you stay with the baby I'm gonna go but because they've made the bargain he's gonna go and she's just gonna have to go there as well oh, and God. then the bargain is fulfilled as well so if one of them dies in the future the other one won't follow oh no jeez I mean hopefully I mean it's <laughs> a good thing happen, but like they've got a child yeah. so we, we hope yeah. that one of them would be able to stay yeah. with the child but also but like, this is after like 2000 years they've lived a good yeah, long life yeah. like it's all happened like in the super future, old kind of thing super super old super old <laughs> Better be, Sarah. Take note. Yeah. If they're not, I'm gonna come. <laughs> I love the idea of going to the resting place, and in particular, your deep cuts playlist on TikTok, oh, Rosie. I saw you in that playlist the other night. You're coming. <laughs> I was just like, "What the fuck, Rosie?" I made me cry at the hairdresser again. <laughs> if anyone's unfamiliar, I'll just like write I don't know paragraphs of my own canonic thoughts for how fast. Oh, not canonic. Sorry, just stuff I make up. And it's usually at like 1 a.m. when I come sleep <laughs> and the one of like them going to the resting realm and walking through and it's safe so it's like Bryce and Feyre and Reese or whatever so they don't know who these people are but as a reader you do and they're walking around and they see like 12 women right <laughs> with like long nails and one of them's like holding a child and they see oh my god I'm actually gonna cry but they see like this this boy the 17 year old boy with brown hair you know <laughs> and all of these these people that they see like a golden haired male with you know a human woman yep just <laughs> yeah you just out like... here to fuck up my day because <laughs> i was just i'm at the hairdresser and then i'm just like oh my god as soon as it was yeah. sam i was like i'm dead i'm yeah. done <laughs> it would be 
but just it would be such a perfect way to bring Ron of Glass yeah. into it in the most understated way and it wouldn't take anything away from if you haven't read Throne of Glass but mm. no. if you have oh my god it would be like a knife so pain and Sarah loves to cause us pain so I don't yeah. think it's like entirely out of the question <laughs> but yeah a resting realm and like they could potentially go to a resting realm to get someone back I don't know I just there's been so much stuff about where you go after you pass away in all three series we yeah. know that it's not happening in Crescent City they're not going to where they're supposed to be and then mm. in Akatar we have Starfall it's like where are they going mm. and there's less and of them flattering. every year mm. and there's yeah. less of them every year <sighs> so yeah <laughs> Um, oh my god I just the closer we get to the release date all I can think about is Aelin and whether she'll come in yeah I'm I'm gonna sob so ludicrously if she does come back yeah and I've already stay off the damn internet though because there's gonna be someone yeah no I'm just gonna Kendall searches Aelin and then makes a video about it I love the idea that like how you said like timey wimey (laughs) Mm. I love the idea that if the Throne of Glass crew come into it that it could be them later in their lives like you've got fully like adult it's been time and so they've grown and healed a little bit and then also they're going to be more lethal then as well and I selfishly Mm. want that (laughs) I need that yeah I think it would make sense as well because if it's immediately after the events of Kingdom of Ash like I don't want that for them Ayla no. definitely wants to be involved but we'll give her a holiday right yeah. like time to have a family and to rebuild her home and all of that if you think about it the longer the time gap between Kingdom of Ash and if they come into House in Flame and Shadow the more content there is you know what have you been up to for the past past two months Aelin versus what have you been up to for the past 20 years there's so mm. many bits and pieces do you guys know about the world of Throne of Glass of that book yes that I don't know enough. (laughs) So it was meant to come out. It's finished. It has an IBSN number. It was meant to come out in 2019. Then it was pushed to 2020 and then it was shelved. And it's meant to be a reading companion to Throne of Glass that has all of the gods and goddesses, the history of the religions, the history of Aurelia, language, family trees, like everything you could want to know. But more importantly, it had 10 years later. And I think that book was shelved and they were like, we can't release this 10 years later thing until House of Flame and Shadow is out because I think the what's in the world of Throne of Glass would spoil what's going to happen next. Oh, And I'm like, I want that book. I know I want, it's that, fucking I want book. that fucking book. The basement somewhere. Sarah yeah. J Mass better have good fucking locks on her house because she would be <laughs> robbed. Her computer probably isn't even connected to the internet. She just no, has- it's a typewriter. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a typewriter. It's like no one's getting this. No. <laughs> I don't want to like hype myself up that we're going to have an alien appearance, but I have already lost that battle. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can't 100%. have Flame and Shadow and, and not Without have... the queen of Flame and Flame Shadow. Flame and Shadow. Did you guys watch that little live that she did a couple of months ago? I the most recent it, one. And then it was getting all the recaps from everyone mm. being like, yeah. tell me yeah. what happened. Someone asked a question, like, how do you keep track of everything that's happening in all of your books? And she's like, there's a Bible. So I really want to get my hands on that. But she was talking about how, like, you know, sometimes she'll reuse words, words and phrases and stuff. And she's like, yeah, like in Akatara called someone the Queen of Flame and Shadow. And I was like, are you just having us on? We all know that was in throne of glass throne of glass and we know who it was about 
Like mm. it was just like an mm. offhand line, and I was like, "That's so interesting that she said that." <laughs> Why? Yeah. Just like doesn't mean something, does it not? And I think that's the fun of theorizing, though. We know how to run with things, like yeah. the whole fandom. Yeah, yep. we're absolute yeah. psychotics, give, really. <laughs> we're, you give me one throwaway line, and I'm running with it. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like the three circles, the three intertwining circles. That is. yeah. Like is he an amulet? <laughs> so this is my theory that I have. I don't want to say it's my theory because like I didn't write these books, but this is a theory that I have that I think is the most likely to come into play because it has the most evidence. It has to do with the bone carver who I love. Terrifying, so, but loving. <laughs> terrifying. Whenever it's yeah. an old fine. soul in a young body, I'm freaked out. Freaked yeah. out, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's giving like the exorcist. Yeah. Like <laughs> so it starts off when Feyre goes to the bone carver, right? She's talking to him about like potentially coming to help out with this war in Highburn. And he starts to tell her about his siblings. He's talking about Koshi and the Weaver, and he draws three interlocking circles in the sand. Three interlocking circles while he's talking about his siblings. There's three death gods. We know that Bryce's Artesian amulet is three interlocking circles. Micah tells us at the end of Earth and Blood that amulet is from the priestesses in Pathos. Pathos is where humans lived with their gods. The implication of like there is priestesses means like they worship something, right? You know, those three interlocking circles. Like what if the bone carver, Straga and Koshi were from Midgard originally and they were the, the gods, they were the human gods. You know, they talk about how they came from somewhere else. They came through a rip in the world. We know that there's already been a rip open in Midgard when the Asteri came. I think that's like a big crossover thing. My brain slowly (laughs) computing what was happening there. And I was like, yeah, it's all coming together. (laughs) And also when Apollyon shows Bryce, like remember he takes her to this place in her dreams Mm. and she's looking around and she goes, what is this place? It's like a dusty plain. And he goes, it's Pathos. And when the bone carver is talking about his old home, he refers to it as nothing more than dust on a plain as well. Uh-uh. Well, it's all in here now. I'm gonna leave. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's like really interesting wordplay, Sarah. Yeah. To use there, it's too similar to mm. be a fucking coincidence. That's yeah. what I hate about like, all of Sarah's shit. There's too much that I'm like, yeah, stop and doing like, this. If, if it was one thing or the other, like if it was just the three circles or just the dusty plane mm. coincidence, but it's not. It's both. Mm. That really, I love I that. Know. I love that mm. so much. And then the bone cover also talks about his lost fey warrior right and he doesn't say that they were in love but it's implied he says she would have been my salvation if i hadn't already made my choice but that's also very similar to when reese looks at Feyre and she asks like am I your huntress or your thief and he says you are my salvation Feyre I think this Fey warrior is in somehow connected to the Archeron sisters and that family line because interesting because the bone carver is big scary old god young body terrifying Cassian mm. Reese he's so nice to Feyre oh you're back like okay so i just think that's really suspicious yeah yeah and all the three sisters when they became 
fae. They weren't just fae. They were like a little bit extraordinary. They were special yeah. fae. <laughs> yeah. And you can argue like your fae got all of your powers from all of the High Lords. But when Reese got brought back to life in the same way, he didn't have anyone's powers. You know, they say Nesta took something from the cauldron but the ability to do that in the first place is a little bit extra Mm. and she resisted like tamlin's glamours and then obviously we have elaine who is a seer Mm. oh my god you really (laughs) started me on one now (laughs) Um, rosie's like my brain is now turning everything's happening speaking of elaine first of all i don't like all of this elaine hate that i'm seeing i was listening to uh lily happy hermits um her elaine deep dive Mm -hmm. episode on her podcast Mm -hmm. because we're not anti-Elaine Lily's episode was very persuasive it it put me in the best mind space to be receptive to Elaine but so far it kind of reminds me of how I felt about Nesta going into Akasif I was like I don't like the shit you've pulled and then by the end of Akasif I was like okay we can buy like you're still like like she's not my favorite I personally love the idea of an evil Elaine theory I'm like yeah I think we're gonna see like the most perfect example of like feminine rage in Elaine oh I think she's gonna be mad because she's had all of her choices taken away from her like her entire life yeah it's still happening i like her you know mm-hmm. i like all the characters majority of them at least um yeah. you know an archetype i just don't know where sarah's gonna go with it and i don't know at the moment if i care enough <laughs> she's like lukewarm to me i'm like you know mm-hmm. you have the potential but because i just don't know where you could possibly mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. but because i haven't seen her like do like what mm-hmm. nesta did like stand up for herself but mm-hmm. i'm excited to see what could happen you know mm-hmm. now yeah the cogs are turning to be like there's a possibility that if there is like evil lane is exactly what i want for her i want her to <laughs> i want her to be mad i want her to be pissed yeah. off i want her to yeah. make a stand and then mm-hmm. i think i might like her better as a character yeah. but at the moment i'm just kind of like yeah yeah i think also it doesn't help elaine's one of the few main characters across all three series that we don't have a pov for yes you know yeah. we never have elaine's and i think there's no. a reason for that like mm. she knows something in silver flames i think you can start to see it beginning when mm. she has that rant at nesta yes. and Feyre, like stop making my trauma your problem i'm yeah. the one yeah. through this i got captured by hyburn i was made fey and all you can talk about is how my trauma affected you Yes. And I think that's such a like real thing that I hope Sarah dives into. Like, yeah. Another reason I think for not having an Elaine POV mm. is the fact that she is a seer. And I think she could probably be a mystic in the same way we have mystics in Crescent City. Like, they're going to mm. put her in a bathtub. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the circle between (laughs) Oracle, Seer, and Mystic are Mm. three interlocking circles, if you will. (laughs) Yes, yeah, I love that. Amazing, (laughs) absolutely. I think that she'll play a big part in how fast if she is. Mm. If Bryce like has conversation, being like, oh, maybe she can contact Adis for me. Mm, and then yeah. I'm very good friends with Lily. We talk about this a lot. We just love the idea that Adis and Elaine have been in contact for ages. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really oh I my love God. that idea. Slay. Like crazy headcanon that's just like funny to think about. But Why would I love that though? I'm, no, right? She's just like, I know him. 
I just thought he was like my friend I saw in my dreams. Yeah, but, just thought it was that voice in my head. Hell. <laughs> Prince of Hell. Uh, exactly. We've all been there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I also love the idea that Az, right? Az is the one who's like, she's a seer. But just before that, when she starts saying weird shit at the beginning of like Akawa, he's like, I gotta go. And he disappears. And then he comes back and is like, I think she's a seer. I think his mother is a seer as well. Because we know that she lives at a place called Rosewood which to me sounds a little bit like, I don't know, some kind of like facility or closed community or something. Yeah. yeah. It's giving gated community. It is. It's giving she yeah. doesn't leave. Yeah. She, yeah. she doesn't appear on page, but she is alive. In Crescent City, the astronomer talks about mystics and about how that's the cost of wandering amongst the cosmos is you have to give up, you know, your life to do that and that it's very easy to just never get it back. So I think he might have like gone to see his mother and be like, hmm, this is similar, you know. The math is mathing here yeah this is matching it's up. like again i am reaching i'm grasping at straws but I that is so cool. so interesting i didn't even think in my brain where is mummy it yeah. didn't even cross my mind but that makes sense that makes sense mm. it does i yeah. watch a lot of horror movies and whenever there's like a solid psychological <laughs> thriller it's always something named like that you know like rose yeah. water or rosewood mm-hmm. or, exactly. or you know rosewood. something it sounds like yeah, yeah something some of my people can't leave. Yeah, just madness. I'm just my brain is just you know it's just yeah. running with all these things. So many yeah. things that I didn't think of. You know, there's so much stuff like that we could go into. I remember just after Georgia had finished House of Sky and Breath, we mm-hmm. had like a, a podcast drinks night at Ellie's house. We got into our beds next to each other in the spare room. Oh god! <laughs> and I remember I rolled open. I was like, so I think Cassian's gonna die. <laughs> I still yeah. think that Cassian's going to die. I think Ness is going to die with him. Yeah, I feel like when they're travelling worlds to get answers in Flame and Shadow, that Cassian mm-hmm. and Nesta will go. I think that they'll go, oh, Nesta's got a harp so they can travel. But I think mm-hmm. Bryce is a living gate now. She's yeah. got the horn. Yes. She's a living yes. gate. <laughs> and so I feel like there's a good chance mm-hmm. that things will go wrong. Cassian will die trying to hold the line while they escape and Nesta will just say I'm I can't be here without you yeah and they'll they'll essentially die to give them time to get out I can Mm -hmm. fully see that happening and then maybe that's the reason why Reese and Feyre they have to go out because otherwise I can imagine them needing to stay at the night court yeah god oh Jesus Both Nesta and Cassian as well, they both are probably going to have legions, right? So Cassian is the commander of the Illyrians. It's very much shaping up like Nesta is going to be the commander of the Valkyrie. We know that there was a big thing that happened 15,000 years ago with the Daglin at the top of Ramiel, right? At the top of the mountain. And Enelaus was the one that held the line because they wanted to get to the top of the mountain where there's an archway. So I think that's another gate. I think that's another way in and potentially one the Asteri want to use. Yeah. Every um, time I see stone archway, I'm like, if yes. get away from me. <laughs> yeah. A little twitch. I think that is like, could be, again, the scene of where they make their final stand and they're like, no, it's me and you against everyone. And then, and then they, they'll come back to life. Come on. Sarah doesn't leave the main character's dead. Like Let's hope not. Oh. Let's hope not. I mean, she has switched into adult now. Do I, you think and, we're going to lose someone? Oh, in shadow? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think mm-hmm. there's a part of me that is, well, she's already said you should be scared for Rune. So I'm like, Rune, for me, he's a write-off at this point. I'm like, who I don't trust. And then 
everything that was said about Lane being like, oh, you know, it won't take that much to kill you. Ha ha, mm-hmm. tee To Cassian, yeah, straight away. Those two, yeah. I'm like, there's red flags in my brain. They're <laughs> waving back and forth and they're yeah. going, Georgia, don't, don't grow attached. Don't grow attached. <laughs> don't do it. I remember finishing Aqua War and going, mm. there's too many people alive. Mm. Like Amron yeah, being yeah. brought back. I, I think Amron should have died. <laughs> I was like, why is she brought back? she should have stayed dead and then the mm-hmm. only reason that makes sense is because of what's next is what's that coming come back. yeah <laughs> on that <laughs> it's like going a little bit so we know that she's been contracted for like a new series right or there's yes. like more books coming out i'm obsessed with the idea of a prequel because <gasps> in all three books shit went down fifteen thousand years ago <laughs> with the crossing there was that war with enelaus holding the line amran arriving in prithian around that time as well the first mm. war between Brennan and the Val. All of these things happening in the past. Adis and Thea's like doomed love story. Mm. Hunt's father, like whatever's going on with that, maybe. Because we already know how these stories are going to end. So she can write this tragic story where and rip our Thea hearts out. and Adis are ripped apart and rip our hearts out. But it's like, it's kind of fine because like mm, we already yeah. know that it's going to happen. So she can write these tragic events when people die. It's and, like the Assassin's Blade. Yes. Exactly like that. That's such a good way to put it. So amazing. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Malleus and Fian and mm. you know the queen and like who's the dad? That's another big one of Who? those yeah. starborn princesses, the unnamed one, like Thea's children. Yeah, who's the dad? Who's the dad? Who's daddy? Who's Hunt's dad? There's a lot yeah. of dads. We've got a lot There's of a questions lot of a- about dads. Mia dads in this in the mm. series. So a lot of people went to go get um, milk and never returned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We know that Thea and Adis were involved, but we also know that she was like married to Fian. But all of the Akatar history that we learn in Akasif never mentions that they had any children, mm. which is sus. Mm. That is Super a bit sus. sus. Mm. Fucking Sarah being suspicious all the time. <laughs> I know. Just going to send Sarah her. my therapy bill directly. Be like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Do you remember when House Ave came out and she was like, happy release day. I hope you love it. And how about that ending? And then she just ends the video. I just remember watching that being like, fuck. You fucking bitch. Actually, she knew she knew she was like lighting a bomb and throwing it. Yeah, she 100 (laughs) percent did. God, she's brilliant. God, I hate her. (laughs) So brilliant. But yes, also exciting for us because we are in the southern hemisphere, which Mm. means we get (laughs) the 30th before anyone else gets the 30th. Screams. Suck shit, everyone. So we'll get the ebook midnight Australian time. That's when Amazon will release it. So I need to like come home on the 29th. Have a nap. Get up at 2 a.m. I'll be finished the yeah. book by 5 a.m. Yeah. I haven't been this excited for a release since like the Harry Potter books came out or the Twilight books. If I'm being... Twilight. <laughs> yeah, that was a yeah. big one for me. <laughs> Just everyone talking about it. This like collective air of like, oh, something's happening, something's yeah. going on. Mm. It's so much fun like worldwide to like share it with everyone. Yeah. Mm. The, having the online connectedness when Hosea came out, that was something I'd never experienced before. Yeah. I think a lot of us were all so starved for like that kind of connection as well because we've just been through like COVID like four years Mm -hmm. of just a mess basically that brief period at the beginning of it when we all thought the world was gonna end and all of that kind of stuff and then um 
Yeah, you said it. No, same. <laughs> Deep depression. People are like, I'm doing my end of the world prep and I have a cellar and, you know, I can survive for this long. And I'm like, I don't want to be alive. If that's no, no, yeah. I'll just I'm ready. Cyanide martini at my house. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, luckily it didn't. And we got house app. And I think that was just a great bringing everyone together again. Yeah. Anyone else you think is going to die? Oh, there is the Bryce and Hunt situation. Yeah, I was literally about to be like, do you think Bryce is going to be forced to kill Hunt? I got think about that at all. <laughs> not equipped that, for that that's what keeps um, me up at night <laughs> the, the orion myth right yeah the only thing that calms me down is that sarah has never done a myth like all the way through right mm. so akatel mm. was like beauty and the beast but she didn't end up with the beast in the end i think maybe there'll be some similarities with the myth one which i think is most likely is that one version of the myth orion he's blinded and I think that could come into effect and in that he's blinded and that he loses his memories for a bit. <gasps> like that's what oh. like, the crown could do, which is awful. But also like, I'm such a sucker for that trope. I don't know. I've yeah. just been reading a lot yeah, of Yeah, I know. The, like, when they've lost their memories. But yeah, yes. love that. Love that trope. Like I think it started when I read Manacled and I was just like, oh my God. Well, that's great. exactly what triggers me all the time. <laughs> that book. That's when I know things are like really bad, like mentally for me is when I want to read Manacled. And also when I start yeah. watching yeah. Like, like three minutes of a TV show at a time on TikTok you know yes, so yes, they have yes. like suddenly like that's what I know like something's going on with me I know that I'm in a spiral when I start yeah. purposely looking up like the manacled quotes so that I can yeah. listen to the sad music as I scroll through this yeah. oh god sad music as well yeah yeah, yeah it has to it mm-hmm. always accompanies the quotes yeah. I don't know if there is actually a manacled quote reel that doesn't have sad music <laughs> with it like you can't put manacled quotes to like you belong Happy. with me <laughs> no you know no, what when I finally get to read Manacled, I'm going to mm. do that. I'm going to send you both the quotes, but with really, Please. like, shake it off, like, in the background. Shake like, it <laughs> off. Oh, my God. Shit. It's a I'll time. still cry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Thank you so much. This has been such a fun way to spend, like, a Sunday Arvo. It's been great yeah. talking yeah. to you guys. Thank oh, you so thank much. You. Yes. No worries. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is our last episode for the year. So mm-hmm. we, you will not see us after this. We are okay. going on a very well-needed break. <laughs> and we will see you in the new year for see House of Women Show. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy new year. We will see you all in 2024. And again, thank you so much, Rosie. Just, this was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. This is just really fun. Like meeting your hero. I'm like, oh my God, oh. you're so lovely. <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. See you, Rosie. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube if you haven't already at a Book and a Bev podcast. Please rate, like, and subscribe. We hear that helps. We love and appreciate you, and we'll see you next week.